0: Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we discuss entertainment, media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Batman. Matt, what should people do?
1: Like, subscribe, and start a fright in the comments. It wasn't me this time! <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> it was, but we edited it out. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> start a fight in the comments. Uh, this one's going to be less controversial. It's more going to be me showing my lack of knowledge in video games. Uh,
0: no, It's it's less of that. I think... the. Well, we'll get into it a little bit. We'll uh, see. It'll be, it'll be more of a discussion. I framed it as a little quiz at the beginning, and then we'll discuss more. So we might end oh. up with some controversial opinions. And okay.
1: Sounds good. Stuff like and that. And you might find it controversial just how little I know about video games. That might offend your delicate sensibilities. Yeah. Dear Snowflake. I was going to say the <laughs> same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've got a problem with how little I know about video games, let me know in the comments on whatever app you're listening or watching to this on, if they have a comments section.
0: I remembered that mobile games are a thing, so I'm just going to, like, chuck my phone in here.
1: But are they, though?
0: They shouldn't be, but they are. I mean, we've all watched YouTube and been told about Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> we will not be sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. I don't know why I'm looking at the camera. Matt. Preston. What you been not to? Very little. Good. Which me is helpful. <laughs> um... It's been a week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This week in Matt's Grey's Anatomy update from an episode I watched over his shoulder, I'm not going to explain the whole plot, but the end of season two has a storyline where the, the five main intern characters, they're kind of the group that's uh-huh. everyone centered in, um, uh, basically commit a felony. Well, one of them commits a felony, and then the rest of them work to cover it up, and the boss of the hospital knows that one of them did it, and instead of firing all of them and calling the police, he forces them to host a prom in the hospital and so they all go to prom
0: i don't know if i made this joke the last time i feel like this show just it there's a dart a plot board like a plot dart board and they were like all right we've got these plart board plart plart board that sounds (laughs) sounds like something that might come up with
1: Mm
0: -hmm. we've got these like 180 plot ideas let's uh throw darts and see what sticks and then we'll cobble it together you want a prom you want a felony i got you dude yeah (laughs) that sounds horrible
1: it is (laughs) boy
0: (laughs) uh i think it was my girlfriend i have a terrible memory uh was listened to the episode that you were describing that episode Mm -hmm. and she was like i think i know the episode he's talking about and it means you described it well enough to be accurate. I and did. also clearly enough that no, that is I, a bad episode. I
1: laid out in excruciating detail everything that happened in that episode.
0: Oh, boy. It's, no,
1: not great. Uh, in, in better news, though, I finished volume two and three of Outcast, which is the Robert Kirkman right. uh, graphic novel about demon possession instead of zombies.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, it's interesting. I I really like the way he's doing it. Like mm-hmm. He's clearly got there's this some sort of sustained overarching narrative um, some of the demons are dropping hints about little bits and pieces of this bigger world. And it's all building towards something and it's all definitely very focused, but we still have very few answers. Yeah. Just like little bits and pieces are being teased out because the main characters are trying to figure out what's going on and like what the rules of demon possession are. And there's yeah. some really interesting twists on that. Like, you know, the traditional exorcism, the power of Christ compels you. I think yeah. I made that exact voice last week. Talk I talk about think I did. I think I did.
0: I don't pay attention to you, so you may Gage, have...
1: roll back the tape. Uh... <laughs> um, basically they come up with explanations for God, I just
0: did a gym look into the camera and there's there's no camera for this part. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but basically it comes up with rules for like why the classic exorcism works mm-hmm. and what's what's actually at play there. And we still don't really know the whole nature of everything, but yeah. we're starting to get more of an idea. And it's also, it's just a really compelling character story. Okay. Um. Basically, this this main guy has been plagued by people around him getting possessed all his life. And it causes really destructive things. So, like, for example, his wife got um, possessed and attacked their, like, toddler-aged daughter. Mm-hmm. And he had to fight off his wife, who's possessed by a demon, and, like, had to hurt her yeah. to do it. And, like... People think, oh no, he's the abuser. He attacked the kid and then attacked the wife, and yeah. he's basically like this social outcast, you uh, might say. What's uh, ah, the name of the
0: book? Yeah, nice.
1: Yeah, it also has a more literal meaning within the story. Oh, okay, but, <laughs> but yeah, you no, know, cast
0: it, out. The, yeah, it,
1: <laughs> and yeah, but it does. It does kind of it. It ties into things mm. nicely. It's um thematically well done. The art is unspectacular but engaging okay um i i don't have a whole lot of a frame of reference there's never a moment that makes me go whoa yeah but like every scene it kind of shifts what the color palette is and um does interesting things with the tone from that there's a really striking one where kind of the uh sort of the main bad guy we've seen so far confronts the hero um, and they're outside and there's like a bunch of autumn leaves and it's been a lot of dark interiors, purples and muted like blue greens. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's just like bright orange and it's oh, yeah. it's startling and it's it's vivid and it kind of reaches out and grabs you.
0: Have we talked about who did the art for that one?
1: Uh, we haven't. It's uh
0: we've spelled the, Brian... spells the name right, right? Uh, as a as a Cedar.
1: Yeah. Um, a comic. Something. Not Brian. Um...
0: Uh, colorist. Oh, artist is Paul as a as a Keta.
1: as a Keta. Okay,
0: as a Keta. What else has he done? He has done Outcast.
1: Great, good.
0: And Punisher Noir.
1: Great. But that's good. Yes. The
0: image, I think. I don't know. Anyway, obviously not a huge name.
1: Yep. Uh yeah, it's really good. Um, I don't know how many more volumes are out. I have the first three, but I will get more because I'm thoroughly enjoying it so far. Cool. Good. And didn't make me stop after. well, Walking Dead didn't make me stop after two volumes, but Uh, I got to the end of two volumes and I was like, that was good. I don't know if I'm gonna seek out volume three.
0: Well there are forty six uh Oh, Jesus. Okay, there's forty six issues out so far and it's still going. Okay, so Um, probably
1: like a solid five or six more volumes in the trade paperbacks.
0: Uh trade paperbacks. Collect editions, there's seven volumes out right now. Okay. Uh there's they're coming around, coming out summers like about once a year and there hasn't been one in 2020 yet so I'm curious mm. if... Because there's a show out. There's a television adaption with Cinemax which began airing in 2016 and ended in 2018.
1: That would explain the stickers on the cover of the books that say, coming soon to Cinemax.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's probably uh, what
1: that's all about.
0: I'm wondering if there was a uh, slowdown in production uh, of Trade Paperbacks or of the comic in general. Well, no. I don't know. I don't know. There's probably a reason that it hasn't released a volume in a year and a half.
1: Yeah. I haven't been interested enough to really research the actual behind the scenes. Right. I'm just enjoying the story so far. Yep. Um, I've watched two more episodes of The Mandalorian, so I'm through the end of episode three.
0: Oh, okay. So you're, oh, yeah, you're so far behind. I've, I'm have yeah. i uh, not caught up as of yesterday. Dang it.
1: Ha. Uh, It'll be okay. I don't know. I, I'm i really enjoying season two so far
0: uh, I'm It seems like it's just trying too hard To hit all the things we've wanted it to hit Like mm. as you start getting into later Like you get the Ahsoka mm-hmm. episode You get right. Boba Fett showing up Yeah, Spoiler um, I
1: mean we see him at the end of episode one Right
0: yeah Um. But like it's I don't think it does it well okay uh boba fett's fat
1: <laughs> boba fat, fat. Boba, boba, Fett. boba fat
0: boba Fett. boba fat boba uh it it's just i don't know it it doesn't feel right okay it doesn't f- the writing is i feel like they were attempting to capture the weird half non-english common that is the star wars universe english Hmm. That, you know, it's, they've tried to make it canon because George Lucas did not know how to write. Right. Um, and they've... I, I feel like they're trying to capture that, but it's not something you can capture. It's you. The only thing you can capture it is get an idiot to try to write dialogue. Right. And having good dialogue writers try to mimic bad dialogue feels worse.
1: Huh. Interesting.
0: It, it's just, it, I don't know. It, there's a way that they talk and that it seems... I don't know. I didn't want. To, I wanted to say stilted, but it's not stilted because Doros Lanthimos is stilted like that. Right. That's a thirty degree angle on English, but yeah, like, it's just. I don't know. I feel like they use the wrong color of a painting. Okay. It's just it I, looks weird it's I, it's I like get if, what you're saying yeah. if you're trying to draw like a kind of human flesh color instead of using more of a peach pink tan for like a white person mm-hmm. use more of like of a red and it's just kind of like all right i could see what you're doing but it mm-hmm doesn't really convey i think what you were trying to convey yeah and that's what i kind of feel like in this season it it was a little bit i felt it a little bit last season but just not enough to mention it okay but this season it seems like it's getting a little like not only with dialogue but also trying to push plot points mm-hmm. it feels like it's pushing it too fast okay and nothing's really landing for me
1: okay all right
0: that's my opinion. Okay. <laughs> well, I shall
1: expect it to get worse. <laughs> okay.
0: It's. I don't think it gets worse. I, I felt this way through the first since the first mm. episode. I think okay. it's just if you're liking it, you're gonna keep liking it. I think. Um. I don't yes. know. Um. I I enjoy it. I'm not saying it's bad by any stretch. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. It's just. I don't know.
1: I mean, it's always kind of been between a seven and an eight for me. Like it's good, but there's some very real problems with it.
0: Yeah, that's that's about that's about where I am. Mm-hmm. Oh, we also have an episode coming up. Uh. At some point, we'll have to we have, have it in the thing with a guest. Uh, a, I think it's Carter's sister, and I think her husband? I don't remember. They also know Andrew, because they're in the film industry, so it's a like oh, kind of small world thing. How about that? Uh, they ve- uh, vehemently hate our rating system. Really? Yeah. They're, like, four at most. Like, four, four rankings at most. So... Mm. We may have to, we may have to discuss that. We'll, we'll get into, um, let us know in the comments or like email us or start a fight, start a fight. Go back to our Instagram posts of the ratings and say like, this is bullshit and you're stupid. And we will say yes, but also you're wrong. And
1: so just us losers pod. Check out our, yeah, we've got a whole series of Instagram posts laying it, laying out our rating system. Yep. So, So when we start throwing numbers in the air, you know what they mean?
0: Yep uh cool anything else you've been up to that's it all right uh i have i mean this week i've visited 18 elementary schools for reasons i don't want to talk about on i'm just kidding i it's a project where i'm studying <laughs> all the panels that are on all of these elementary schools mm-hmm. because we're doing an upgrade for technology for laptop charging stations and we need to know so i've okay. been doing that and it's been exhausting and when i get home i want to sleep um i've also continued playing assassin's Creed valhalla mm-hmm. no longer i have given up it's wow. just, it's a repetitive game. It's, um, you, your goal as a character is to obtain alliances. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, like 1800s England. So it's like broken up into like Sussex, Wessex, Essex, like Lincolnshire. Did I say, what did I say? 1800s? I'm 800s. Uh, Lincolnshire, <laughs> like all these, like just sub little kingdoms in England during the, uh, Norman invasions. Mm-hmm um and you have to go to each of them and do a thing and it's just i have gotten tired of doing it i've hit that point where it's like all right i've done six of these i'm halfway done Mm -hmm. i'm i'm done with this like the the rest of the game is the same thing like it it's not refreshing
1: Uh.
0: um and it it just gets tedious because there is the point where like, I'm at the point in the game where I can go and do, like, a big, I guess, final battle thing. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, it's one of those things in role-playing games uh, where it's, oh, you can do this if you want, but it's probably best if you get more alliances because it'll probably make the mission easier. I'll have more backup and stuff like that. Right. And I'm just, like, that's fair. But, like, I'm a completionist and it's just... Black Flag, I think I talked about it a little bit. Um, I think Brennan and I, we, I think we released the Assassin's Creed episode. Black Flag, which is the fourth installment of the pure game franchise, Mm -hmm. um, through uh, Black Flag, Black Flag four and six do a really good job of completionism where like the, the storyline is a progressing story. It changes like you Mm -hmm. you learn more and it, it, like each mission is kind of different. It's not a repetitive, like it's not a copy paste of a, a, of a cycle of quests you do, Mm -hmm. um, and the side stuff is original. Like each person you follow. So one of them is an in industrial age England. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you've got Karl Marx. You've got Charles Darwin. You've got Charles... Uh... Dickens. Yes, that one. I uh, could not remember his last name for the life of me. <laughs> you've got like... all these people and all of their stories. There's like four or five missions mm-hmm. below the threshold of getting tedious. And it's it's fun. And all the collectibles, there's not an absurd amount of like one type of collectible. Right. Um. It just feels good as a, as a completionist, but this one is just, it's tedious. I'm tired of it. I stopped playing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, It's disappointing, but... I don't think I've ever... Well, I mean, I'm going to go back to it because I have stopped playing a game before, mm-hmm. but not from tedium. It's usually like, so Assassin's Creed 5 is, was buggy as hell when it came out, mm-hmm. and I quit right. because I didn't like the fact that if I was climbing a wall and then like turned my camera to look at something and decided to go do a backflip off the wall and die... <laughs> just bad mechanics so i yeah. gave up on that this is just tedious i'm tired of doing the same mission over and over again mm-hmm. and so I, I just i stopped playing and i went to go play uh dishonored which matt pralberg he recommended that to me which i'd known i needed to play that uh because it's like right up my alley for like that stealth where i talk about how i just kind of like yeah. chill in one spot and watch people move around and wait <laughs> for the right moment um matt said that that's a like great one for that so i'm giving it a A a real shot instead of oh I don't have a game to play at the moment that one's been in my library for a while I guess I'll play it for a couple days and then a new game will come out right Um, so I'm going to dedicate to that one and then I'll update you once I'm substantially through it not next week when I say I've continued playing it Uh, but I'm just this is my update on the Assassin's Creed one last time I'm going to update on it because I got tired of playing it
1: that's uh, disappointing it is
0: disappointing it I think it's because it's the first one of the engine. It's the first one of the two two game cycle that I've talked mm-hmm. about. The next game is going to be great. Yeah, probably. Hope so. That's the way it works. Um. Yeah. Pretty much nothing else. Nothing else worth mentioning.
1: Wow. All right.
0: Uh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. News. News.
0: What a what a week. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's Disney... all
1: basically one big one new, big
0: big new. <laughs> um. <laughs> Disney had their investor uh, announcement thing. Yeah, meeting, some, some sort of investor presentation, meeting type of thing. Um, Where they just uh, rolled out the red carpet for Marvel, didn't they?
1: And Star Wars.
0: And Star Wars, yeah.
1: And other stuff And as Disney well. Plus stuff, yeah. Yeah, no, Screen Rant has an article. All 61 movies and TV shows Disney just announced.
0: Should we just, like, Blitz through that.
1: <laughs> I don't want to hit all of them because some of them are really irrelevant. Oh, okay. But Let's I'll, hit the hit relevant the, ones. I'll hit the important ones.
0: So, this is. We're going to bore audiences less with just discussion about news and watching out 2s over time because that's something that just takes a million years mm-hmm. and it's not particularly interesting and it's not the content that people come to episodes for. No. So. We'll just kind of blitz through this.
1: If there's any, we need to stop and be like, oh, this could be interesting for this reason right. or something, we'll hit it. But
0: in about three months, we will have a news episode where we'll talk about the actual ramifications of this. If there's any bits of news or like movies or something like that you guys want to hear our opinions on, like the mm-hmm. like the implications of why they're doing one of these movies or something like that. We'll talk about it more in depth on that episode. Yes. But uh, so just let us know which of these sound interesting every, every, yeah. every week when there's news. If any of those sound interesting to you, let us know and we'll talk about it more extensively once more news about it has come out. Just saying go. a show is going to happen doesn't really give us much to talk about. Uh, we'll wait for a little bit more news. So in three months, once
1: mm-hmm.
0: each of these shows have a little bit, maybe more, some more casting, maybe a little bit more news about uh, what it's about. We'll talk about it more in depth.
1: Yep. So All right. So this is me just hitting what I would see as the highlights of this list, aren't right. Um why the last man.
0: Oh, I keep forgetting I need to read that. Yeah. That is really high on my list.
1: That's uh this is actually going to happen. It's start uh, gonna start filming in early twenty twenty one. It's gonna Disney? be on it's gonna be on Hulu. So technically yes.
0: Because it was supposed to be Netflix for a while.
1: Yeah. Um Interesting. it's gonna be FX and Hulu. Okay. Um FX and Hulu are also gonna host a alien series overseen by Noah Hawley, who did Legion and Fargo, the Okay. Fargo TV show, not yeah. the Fargo movie um
0: alien as in the uh ridley scott
1: yeah same universe cool uh star wars rangers of the new republic don't know much about it more than the title and it's probably set at the same time as mandalorian okay star wars ahsoka uh rosario (laughs) dawson's back
0: yeah i mean we saw that coming i'm
1: gonna play out (laughs) that uh star wars andor um, this is Cassian Andor from Rogue One.
0: Oh, I thought it was like and slash or. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars and or Star Trek, maybe both.
1: <laughs> That'd be really fun, though. Like a spinoff show, Star Wars and or where it takes Star Wars, but then it like, okay, what about Star Wars meets Star Trek? Yeah. Star Wars meets Harry Potter. Yeah. Star Wars meets Battlestar Galactica.
0: Boy, that is just a nerdgasm show.
1: <laughs> That'd be really fun.
0: That'd be fun. It's like That'd a be... what if show. Yeah.
1: Which we'll get to. Oh. Uh. Huh? Andor released, like, a sizzle reel, okay. sort of. Um, so there's no actual new footage, but it's um, some footage from Rogue One and um, other Star Wars movies that's supposed to help set the tone. And right. intercut with, like, an interview with Diego Luna, who plays the main guy. Uh-huh. Um, he's very excited about it. I think this one looks very fun. Cool. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. We knew that was happening. Yep. Uh, Star Wars Visions. Um, it's a anime Star oh, Wars that's right.
0: series? Yeah, we're gonna an anime Star Wars. Uh
1: Star Wars Lando. Yeah. For some reason. Um
0: that was I mean bar none, the best part of solo was Donald Glover being mm-hmm. Lando.
1: Yep. Pretty great. Uh Star Wars Acolyte. Um this is set in the High Republic era. It's gonna be the first live action High Republic thing. Cool. Which is kinda cool. Star Wars: A Droid ser- A Droid Story. Um, this is going to be animated r 2D. Two and C3PO. Kids, oh, good, kids show kind of deal. Yeah, fun. Who cares? <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Willow is getting a nude adaptation. Who? That's a that was kind of a cult, classic fantasy movie from uh, the 80s. Okay. Um, with Warwick Davis and. Oh, cool. You yeah. also
0: said you totally said nude instead of new. He said nude adaptation.
1: Nude adaptation.
0: Are you going to get naked Warwick Davis?
1: <laughs> I hope. <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones 5.
0: Yep. And 6. Right? I, uh, they said I he was going to return for like I thought, it, I thought they said they were gonna yeah. use one term for two more.
1: I don't I don't know if six is confirmed. Five is five okay. is confirmed and it's gonna be directed by James Mangold, which is about the only thing that could possibly make me excited for that. Okay. Because I want old man Jones.
0: Yeah, oh that's right. Yeah. Uh so uh Mangold did the uh did Logan, the Western yeah. uh Wolverine one. Yeah. And so he can do the kind of like old begrudged, begrudged? begrudged. <laughs> i love it <laughs> begrudged that's a new plexicon. uh old begrudged uh han solo and i think that'll be good i think that's i think that's something that's right up harrison ford's alley
1: oh that's good. it i can i can see these pieces coming together in a really satisfying way yeah. um star wars rogue squadron is going to be the next actual star wars movie
0: did i say han solo you did i'm in Indiana Jones. i know you did
1: <laughs> but i wanted to breeze right past it um, this is the so Rogue Squadrons, the next actual Star Wars movie, uh slated for December 2023, directed by Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Um, there's sort of an announcement video for that, which is so cool, mm-hmm. just really cool. Everyone should go watch it, and then they'll be excited about it, like I am. uh Let's see. Bunch of I can see him stuff. scrolling
0: on his phone. Like that is a lot of fluff.
1: The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild, uh, Chip <laughs> Rescue Rangers uh we're getting a live action pinocchio Um, oh
0: that's gonna be uncanny valley hope not that's gonna be horrifying dude i think that's gonna be like that's gonna be uncomfortable alita
1: could be (laughs) yeah uh directed by robert zemeckis and tom hanks is starring of course not as pinocchio as probably geppetto yeah that makes sense uh we're getting a live action peter pan and wendy um we're getting a anthology series in Zootopia world. Okay. Called Zootopia Plus. We're getting um a, a series called Tiana series or long form musical comedy show about Weird. Pince- Princess and the Frog, Tiana. Okay. Uh we're getting a Moana series for some reason. Um we're getting a light year movie which is
0: i saw the it was like a clip of it wasn't it there's like
1: a uh like a picture there's at least a picture yeah um yeah so it's the um it's technically a toy story spinoff but it's chris evans is like the actual test pilot that buzz lightyear is based on oh yeah is it animated yeah
0: okay that'd be kind of cool
1: which okay i'm kind of into that yeah i don't know why it exactly has to tie to the toy story mythology necessarily but
0: yeah
1: no I, I i could see that being cool um and then new marvel stuff that has been announced we'll talk about some of the stuff that's gotten trailers in a minute here yep. uh secret invasion with the scrolls doing their scrolly shapeshifter show show yeah okay. show iron heart right um yep. starring... if you don't know
0: iron heart it's the girl that in the comics replaced iron man Yep, Iron Man step down and this uh, girl, Renee...
1: Riri Williams. Riri Williams. Yep. Uh, Dominique Thorne will star. Uh, let's see. Armor Wars. This is going to be basically a war machine show. Cool. Um, Tony Stark's armor starts falling into the wrong hands. Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, which I am hyped for. That oh, sounds fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I Am Groot. It's a... Um, it's a series that's going to feature uh, Baby Groot, basically, between the first two Guardians movies. Okay. D- uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, which is the just going to be the the third Ant-Man movie. Oh, okay. And it's going to bring in King the Conqueror, who oh. a lot of people have speculated will be the uh, the big bad yeah, yeah. for the, the next series. Could well be. We'll see. And then the big one, Fantastic Four, is on the lineup now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We get a th- three boot. Woo, woo, woo. Well, I guess four boot.
1: Technically. Well, the last three the boot. Fantastic technically... fourth. <laughs> <laughs> the last three boot, technically four boot, was Spider Man, and that turned out okay.
0: That's true. Yeah. All right.
1: And kind it was a... also still Disney. Yeah. Same trajectory. Well, yeah. Okay, All right. Uh, it could be could be something. Uh, Let's see. We got a new trailer for WandaVision. Mm hmm.
0: Um, uh, I. Don't stand by my own theory anymore.
1: I don't remember your theory.
0: My theory is that they are kind of stuck like they're being held by shield in some kind of like uh dream state to mm-hmm. kind of like let vision heal and Wanda's something that comforts him so like they mm-hmm. put them both in it um and then all the people that were throughout all of the you know classic film ages uh I can't remember any of their their names uh are the shield agents just mm-hmm. kind of being in there to make sure that they don't get too suspicious right uh I am beginning to think that it might be more maybe of a new mutants kind of situation where they and a few maybe shield agents or something are trapped uh maybe Hydra found uh vision okay uh found his body or something and now they something's happened they're maybe they're being they're I think they're captive by maybe Hydra or something okay um and Like, everyone's trapped in there, and so that's why one of the characters is like, like, get us out, or something like that. Okay. I think that's more of a prison situation than a dream state protective situation.
1: Okay. I had a very different take after this trailer. I thought um, this is Wanda creating this false reality, which I think a lot of people are leaning that direction. Um, And I think, I, I suspect what she's doing is she's probably trying to somehow, like, Regenerate for vision memories and a history, yeah, and something like that. Um, and then it seems like there might end up being some some points of tension where, um, like she has to create this fictitious world, but the characters in that fictitious fictitious world start to become self-aware.
0: Oh, so while she's creating memories to give uh, uh, vision a mm-hmm. personality and a history, she's also doing the same thing with the with she's, the people. She's yeah. accidentally creating too much life.
1: She's creating She's a, becoming God. <laughs> she's yeah, she's building her own little universe and like okay, so Shield's going to try to take her out of it cuz she's the strongest Avenger. Okay, I like that. And like at some point she's going to have to like choose between going back to the real world and um which would kill everybody. I suppose, kill all these actual yeah. creations she has or like retreating into the dream or something.
0: Okay.
1: I can see some interesting directions there. Yeah. Might just be completely off base there, but it's a it's an interesting speculation, I think. Yep um let's see we've got a loki trailer yep um, it's just
0: him uh somewhere being causing,
1: causing shenanigans causing owen shenanigans
0: wilson.
1: it's gonna be fun Yep. and owen wilson looks like he's having so much fun oh yeah <laughs> uh we got a falcon winter soldier trailer
0: uh that looks i'm not sold on it yet
1: me neither yeah i really i i want this kind of show where it's spies and espionage and yeah. pew 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 instead of wow super yeah. force
0: i feel like it's just kind of i feel like the whole show is going to be brooding about the legacy of captain america
1: yeah <laughs> and that has its place but i don't know yeah we'll see um what if which looks pretty fun we
0: got our first uh captain british captain britain mm-hmm. with uh carter yeah agent carter yeah that would
1: be cool. That'll be fun. A lot of interesting stuff they can do there. It's um, live
0: action, right? That one's live action. No, it's animated. It's
1: animated. Yeah. Uh, we'll get... It uh, looks like Marvel Zombies was in there.
0: Oh, I didn't even see the trailer. I just saw oh. I just saw a, a screenshot of uh, Agent Carter as Becky yeah. Carter is. As... Captain Britain.
1: There's a couple of clips that look like Marvel Zombies. Okay. Um, there's one where zombie Captain America jumps onto a train. Yep. Um, it's cool. Uh, Let's see. We got a, um, I guess, sort of a sizzle reel with a little bit of footage for Ms. Marvel.
0: Oh yeah, that's happening. Um, with a little stretchy girl.
1: Yes.
0: That's. I think that's what she is based on the uh, Avengers game.
1: Okay. She does like
0: little flexo and punches and. It's kind of like.
1: Flexo stretchy pants. pants.
0: <gasps> <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! I haven't thought about him in forever. <laughs> flaxomic <sighs> stretchy fans bringing that back Bring from that like boy
1: back two years after the fact yeah yeah uh iman villani is gonna take over the role yep um she's very excited about that they're very excited about that uh captain marvel 2 is gonna have her in it and also monica rambo um Haley steinfeld is gonna be kate bishop in the hawkeye series mm-hmm. um she hulk is happening with tatiana maslany as yeah. the titular character and mark ruffalo is apparently going to show up
0: and so is the abomination from the original hulk movie. right not get excited
1: that's a it's great it's good 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 movie classic yeah. cl- classic love I right love
0: there. that uh i love um mark ruffalo in that movie
1: he's he's brilliant
0: he's so good he's so good that it he doesn't even look like mark ruffalo it's just it's uncanny
1: yeah um let's see that is most of the stuff. Um, oh, I didn't see that. Uh, Christian Bale is going to play Gore the God Butcher in Thor London, Love and Thunder.
0: Oh, so he's not going to be beta.
1: beta no. Event.
0: Interesting. But
1: Gore is a pretty major character from recently in the Thor comics. Cool. Um, man, yeah. A lot of stuff happening. Uh Black Panther two is still set for twenty twenty two, but without Chadwick Bozeman. Right. So probably Shuri will yeah, step in Yeah, They said the they're gonna
0: focus on Shuri and uh Yep. Can't remember her name.
1: Uh
0: michonne's character.
1: Okoye. <laughs>
0: Akoye. There we go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, a lot of good stuff happening there. Uh Spider Man three is gonna be apparently just like everyone and everything is in that. Yep. Um Alfie Molina is back. Uh, Charlie Cox Daredevil is probably back.
0: <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> See, I think okay, so the thing the reason so okay, so there's a whole bunch of characters and actors that have been that have been announced to be in the Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Um Doc Ock from 2, mm-hmm. uh and then Charlie Cox from the Netflix Daredevil show. Mm-hmm. I want him to be in there not just because I just want to see him again. I think this is going to prove that he is a good, that's a good character. And that like, if Mm -hmm. that does well and it's met with good reception, then they're much more likely to bring the show back. And if they bring that show back, then I think that they're more willing to bring back the rest of the defenders, Mm -hmm. which the post defenders show defenders being a pretty bad show and iron fist being God awful for the first season. Mm -hmm. Iron fist two is pretty good. Yeah. Jessica Jones is great. Luke Cage is great. Like, all of those shows are good. I want them back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I, I forget how much I miss them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that being said, I don't want to see Matt Murdock in this in this movie. At least not this version of the character.
0: It's too dark for this. But yeah. I think that this... Well, so... I think that they can do some interesting, like, tone shifts with it. Because this is Spider-Man having been revealed not of his own volition.
1: Right. So, but here's, here's my thing. Like, the MCU has gone reasonably dark before Mm -hmm. but usually it's more dark as in like the stakes are higher or um lives are in jeopardy it's less moral gray areas dark
0: it it might just be like a cameo or something
1: yeah that's kind of what i'm hoping for
0: like it might god the best thing in the world would be uh like it's a post-credit scene Mm -hmm. where it's like that happens and then whatever happens pans out in a certain way and then it, like the post credit scene is it cuts to Vincent D'Onofrio going Oh that's a good idea. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get the whole uh what's that what's that line called that you read of uh Daredevil being announced
1: What's that? It doesn't really have a name.
0: Oh. It's like Man Without Fear, isn't it? Like that's the comic line that it happened in
1: uh, it just happened in the regular Daredevil comics. Man without fears, the um, like the
0: you're not helping me out, man. You're just the Frank <laughs> Miller,
1: It's the it's the self contained Frank Miller origin story from the late nineties. Oh, yeah.
0: Anyway, I mean anyway. that's definitely not going to happen by the beginning. No,
1: yeah. My my worry is if it's more than just a cameo, they're going to have to actually characterize him. And if they actually characterize him, he's either not going to fit in the Spider Man universe, or it's going to be a betrayal of his actual character. I
0: think if it's a small enough role, they'll they can avoid both of those.
1: Yeah. See, I I worry it's going to turn into a, a um, Spider-Man Noir situation from Spider-Verse. Where what if it's just just like not even? It's so dark. It's self-parody.
0: What if it's not, just not even Daredevil? What if it's just Matt Murdock? Like maybe Matt Murdock represents Spider-Man.
1: Okay, now that I'd be a little more on board for.
0: Yeah, like it could be. It could literally be that they never talk about the fact that he's Daredevil, mm-hmm. and it's just Matt Murdock, like Murdock and Nelson mm-hmm. representing a spider-man who is probably going to get some lawsuits
1: (laughs) yeah well i mean he allegedly just murdered a dude on live tv
0: oh that's oh that's true yeah and murdoch and nelson do criminal cases they don't do civil cases right so like there we go what if it's that could be that'd be awesome
1: i'd be more on board and then
0: literally everyone is just like oh my god that's daredevil oh my god that's daredevil (laughs) except for the people that didn't watch the marvel movie and they're just like oh yes it's a lawyer yeah and they were just like, you
1: don't know. <laughs> well, that'd be one of those nice things where it doesn't detract not knowing it, right? But it adds to it if you do. Exactly. Cool. Anyway. Anyway, uh, that's all I've got for that. We'll dig into that stuff more at some point, but
0: yeah, once more news is out. Boy, what a week!
1: All right. Got Any the other, news? other? I don't think anything else has happened, really.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's still. We've already talked about the HBO. Oh. uh... <laughs> um Denis Villeneuve is uh fighting Warner Media good lad and at a boy everyone on the crew is backing him up
1: yeah like
0: you got like like Jason Momoa is like belligerent (laughs) (laughs) you got him you got uh Timothy Chalamet is like all of the the major Mm -hmm. and like Josh Brolin they're all like backing up Villeneuve on like this theater like don't let the theater die yeah. and uh i mean of any movie that that is coming out with kind of the the idea of doing a uh streaming simultaneous dune needs to be watched mm-hmm. on the big screen you can't see that giant sandworm on a standard like 36 inch tv that's just not not the sandworm
1: <laughs> This gonna be really cool in imax though i just realized yeah <sighs>
0: oh man i cannot wait for that movie i went back
1: and watched that trailer this week at some point
0: ah i need to read the i want to read the book again <laughs> i got too many books to read um yeah no other than that that's not not a whole lot going on yeah matt preston what do you know about video games
1: they're a waste of time and for terrible people only
0: Oh. Hey. went
1: right for the controversy really
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, so Matt, name as many comic or comic book <laughs> name as many video game characters as you can. Mario. I mean, you're gonna hit the ones that we've already discussed that are gonna be in this episode. <laughs> uh, so breeze through those ones.
1: Uh, I could list probably a surprising amount of the first generation Pokemon. Okay. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Charmander, the starters, Pikachu's the iconic one.
0: Let's do name as many. F- franchises and their main character there we go what okay
1: can kirby kirby mario mario <laughs> zelda zelda No. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha nope zelda's link he's little sword man i know that much yep. uh sonic the hedgehog sonic the hedgehog yeah um i think there's a couple others i'm missing uh tetris little block-shaped things mm-hmm. um du-du-duh. uh Mm.
0: All right, I'm gonna stop you there. Since Pac-Man, we're just... Pac-Man. Oh, there we go. That's
1: and Mrs. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong.
0: <laughs> you were you were doing your uh, franchise name main character franchise main character pattern until Mrs. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Solid Snake. Yeah, from Metal Gear Solid.
0: Uh, I'm actually surprised at that one.
1: Master Chief, Halo. Yeah. Go me
0: name the call of duty main characters john snow <laughs> okay so we wanted to talk about this this week we want to talk about iconic video game characters um characters that have breached into the cultural like mind
1: zeitgeist like, ethos
0: ethos i think zeitgeist is less relevant to what we're talking about um ironically (laughs) relevant zeitgeist zeitgeist is basically to me is a time-based relevancy
1: yeah i mean zeit time yeah right um you speak german you know these things uh you don't speak german you have to look up when they speak german and on google translate in the movie (laughs) (laughs) um like if you get it
0: so, what I want to do is I want to talk about... I I could have done a whole bunch of characters mm-hmm. uh, and talk about them, but uh, I didn't have a whole lot of time, and it's really hard to research and come up with these questions. Yep. Um, so, I'm doing three. Three questions. There are, no. There are <laughs> nine <laughs> questions. Okay. Uh, there are three characters that I want that to... I, that I personally, you can disagree and fight me, uh, are the most iconic characters that okay. people know. That is... Pac-Man, Mario, and Sonic. Okay. I think everyone knows those three characters. Your the degree to which you know about them mm-hmm. will vary, but you know of those characters because you see them everywhere. Yeah. Um and you know their names. Yep. Um I think the reason I took out Zelda is because that it's a bit of a more I'm, I'm going to get into that later. Uh, and we'll yep. we'll talk about we'll, we'll compare about it. these ones to other games.
1: Man, I'm kind of nervous this is the first so we did the the hellboy trivia back yeah. when that movie came out and i was on the other side and i kind of sprung that on you yeah, unexpected yeah. which is really fun but then this time like i've been kind of anticipating it and my like, palms are sweaty <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what i'm gonna do is one of my favorite uh game shows is not one on tv but it's on youtube and Dropout. it's a college humor game show called i'm um actually okay um, and basically what they do is he reads a statement like out a, of a little a claim mm-hmm. about some pop culture entertainment thing okay and there is one thing about it that's incorrect
1: um actually that show was released on cracked not college humor or oh, are we not playing yet
0: is that really is that true
1: no <laughs> oh, okay <laughs>
0: um i've always really liked that structure mm-hmm. um because i don't know i can't think of why i liked it well, but I, I wanted mean, to do something about that.
1: Either I know when I get it right, or I don't know when I get it horrifyingly wrong and create some monstrosity of a factoid that's nowhere and near true. Then we can breach into
0: some fun little like world where Sonic is purple. Um...
1: He isn't. Oh, whoops!
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I've got three of those for each of these three characters: okay, Sonic, let's do it, Mario, right. and okay. uh, Pac-Man. So what I'll do is I'll read the full thing and you can stop me at any point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to do the I'm actually thing. This is not a game show, but you could stop me at any point. And, and if, if you can catch the thing that's wrong. Okay. So I'm gonna start with Sonic. Three questions. The things about Sonic, 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 the hedgehog is a Japanese video game franchise centering on Sonic an anthropomorphic blue hedgehog who battles an evil scientist, professor Ivo Robotnik, AKA professor Eggman. The franchise has successfully breached into nearly every media, including comic books, TV shows, and live-action adaptations.
1: Uh, Actually, it's not Japanese. It's American. Incorrect. Ah, that was the only... I don't know.
0: It is Dr. Eggman, not Professor Eggman. <laughs> yeah some of these are pretty nitpicky yeah. it is japanese uh we'll, i knew we'll get it was that so yeah. was my
1: only that was my only shot yep
0: uh so you're zero for one
1: okay go next me. one
0: the first sonic game released in 1991 for the sega dreamcast was developed after sega after sega requested a mascot character to compete with nintendo's mascot mario They were successful in this ende- endeavor as sonic rapidly became one of the most beloved characters and top selling franchise of the early 90s
1: Actually Sonic was never that beloved. People mostly hate him. <laughs> no, uh 1991 feels wrong. I'm going to go with 93 instead.
0: It was 1991. Blast. It was uh it was released on the Sega Genesis, not the Dreamcast.
1: I don't know what those words mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh I believe the, this is where people can yell at me in the in the in the comments. I believe the Dreamcast was the second console Okay. The Genesis was the first one. You know, Genesis.
1: They didn't call the second one the Exodus?
0: <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> see, you want to play this game, but, like, we're not going to let you. Because we're going to Exodus all of the mechanics of playing the <laughs> playing the game. That was a stupid joke.
1: Uh, no, so you're, not as good as that could have been.
0: Oh for 2. Third question. Sonic has developed a solid cast of side characters. Notably, Amy the Hedgehog, Rhett the Squirrel, Knuckles the Echidna, and Tails the Fox, Fang the... I... Thought I had only four. Tails the Fox, Fang the Sniper, and Shadow the Hedgehog. Several of them getting their own spin-off games.
1: Well, uh, one of those characters seems like they're in the wrong place. Um, I know Nettles exists. Nettles? No, not Nettles. Knuckles. Knuck- <laughs> Don't know where Nettles came from.
0: Nettles! The guy that will help your <laughs> sinus infection.
1: <laughs> uh, I know Shadow exists. Um... Amy doesn't seem right. Uh, what's her actual name? Uh, Lorraine? <laughs> Lorraine? The <that laughs> uh... No, it's not an echidna. That's what it is. It's not an echidna. It's it's uh, it's another hedgehog. Nope. Knuckles. I don't know. So I'm shooting in the dark here, man. <laughs>
0: Rhett the squirrel just does not exist.
1: <laughs> it oh. is
0: Amy the hedgehog. Uh, knuckles the echidna. He's got big old knuckles. Tails the Fox is his friend. Uh, God, what's his real name? Uh, some, it has like a very normal name, like Brad or something. <laughs> but like they call him Tails because he's got two little tails that spin and he flies. Uh, Fang the Sniper uh, carries a 50 cal. The Sonic the headshot. <laughs> I like the idea that all of these characters have like, they represent, like their name is mm-hmm. something that represents Fang the Sniper. I guess maybe he has fangs. Do snipes have... Because sniper is a... I guess a bird or like some yeah. rodent. They're all rodents. I know that. Which is why I came up with... Foxes Rhett aren't rodents. I think they can be... Good...
1: No. Not even yeah, close.
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: Nah. Get out of here.
0: Ah, there's nothing. Nah, I, don't nah, think,
1: nah. I don't even think a kid knows None of Sonic
0: is accurate. I don't really Something...
1: think hedgehogs are rodents.
0: I don't know. Someone don't know fact animals. check me on that. Um i did want to have a comment have a have one of these be the fact that there is a uh actual sonic bible um it is wow. the original writing about what makes sonic what he is and i think he's from nebraska
1: so are the books genesis dreamcast leviticus <laughs> <laughs> um
0: like i i think he's from nebraska or like kansas or something like that um Despite the fact right. that he is Japanese, like he comes from Japanese, it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was uh, entirely meant to cater to the American audience. Yeah. Um. So I want to talk a little bit about Sonic for a second. No, no, I don't. I want to. I want to get through all the all the game part, and then we can talk about. I want to talk about what makes them iconic and like what makes them good and stuff like that. And, all right. Uh, I've got some theories. I've got some points about what makes me think that they're. The way they are, but I'll see if mm-hmm. I can lead you to them. Like, we do. Those are our best episodes. Yeah. Next one's Mario. Mario. So let's see how much you know about Mario. I punch it to my mic. Good thing. Mario is a Japanese video game franchise starring Mario Mario, an Italian plumber who lives in the Mushroom Kingdom, often rescuing Princess Peach from the evil Koopa Bowser aided by his older brother, Luigi Mario.
1: Luigi's his younger brother.
0: Yeah, you did it! Woo! Younger twin... Okay. I originally had younger brother mm-hmm. as the as the incorrect thing, but he is Mario Mario was born first of the twins. So yes. I was like it's technically riot. So yeah. I changed it. Nice. Go me. Yep. On uh, the board. His name is Mario, Mario.
1: I was aware of that.
0: It took until like 2008 to confirm that. Like it was mm-hmm. something that be mentioned the creator mentioned forever ago like as a joke or something like that well
1: i mean it, it makes sense because the original ones are just called mario and it says it's me mario like it's his first name yeah but then there's also dr mario like you'd say oh that's true dr yeah. or whatever. So, it, so i guess uh,
0: dr mario could be both mario and luigi
1: <laughs> yeah totally could.
0: let's do what's luigi's name in that is that dr mario or is it dr I, luigi
1: i have no idea be i'd be incorrect i i'm vaguely aware that it exists but, i have uh, played a, i have played a mario game before which one? Uh, I think it was Super Mario Three on the Game oh, okay. Boy Color.
0: Okay, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, had nice. a lot of a lot of a lot of good hours on that.
0: Yeah. Next question or statement: Mario's evil opposite, Wario, debuted as a co- counterpart for Mario. Did I say counterpart? Yep. Counterpart for Mario in 1992. Wario is portrayed as a contorted caricature of Mario, bearing a yellow and purple color scheme rather than the blue and red. Eating garlic rather than mushrooms and being German rather than Italian.
1: Uh um well, he's definitely purple and yellow. Uh I don't know, the is Germ- he?
0: Or is that one of the what's the thing called where it's like we kind of generally accept it culturally, but it's actually not accurate? The
1: Mandela effect. Mandela
0: effect. Could it be a Mandela effect?
1: No. No, it really couldn't be. I'm pretty confident in that one. Okay. Don't you gaslight me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't I don't think he's German. That doesn't feel right. Wario, um, uh, Polish.
0: All right. Uh, you were half correct. Okay. He is not German. He is Italian.
1: Uh, uh,
0: but uh, initially when they were designing the character, they intended for him to be German. That was the okay. initial idea. Uh, but they decided to, you know, make him Italian for mm-hmm reasons i don't know good so you got uh one and a half
1: okay one and a half out of five this is a perfectly respectable 300 batting average that, <laughs> if i keep that up for the rest of my career i'll be in the hall of fame really in baseball yeah
0: that low goes into the hall of fame
1: yeah no like usually the best hitter in the league bats about 350 and jesus it's really hard to hit a baseball when they're trying not to let it get hit. i guess that's true
0: third statement about mario Mario has a great live-action movie. <laughs> no one heard that. But my dad's phone just dinged. <laughs>
1: um,
0: what is incorrect about that statement?
1: <laughs> well, as we all know, the live-action Mario movie is not something that can merely be described with the adjective great. Great, that's a, that doesn't do it justice. Transcendent. Perfect. Morally upright. Astounding. These are the words that you should have used.
0: <laughs> yeah, my nah, friend literally just said, no, he doesn't. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was a gimme.
1: It's bad. It's, it's really bad. bad. I've seen most of it.
0: <laughs> I've seen clips of it on YouTube just to torture myself for some reason. It's
1: horrifying. Yeah. Pac Man. Pac Man.
0: Ready for Pac Man? Think so. Pac-Man, originally named Puck-Man, was a simple game developed by Namco in 1980, designed to appeal to not only children, but women, as most games were based on war and sports. The premise is a pizza-shaped Pac-Man consuming, or originally named Puck-Man, consuming dots in an enclosed space, avoiding four ghosts, Blinky, Pinky, Inky, and Clive. It was a lot of information. That
1: if, was a lot of information. If you information. Need to read it again? I can read it. Okay, again. so I have heard the Puckman thing before. I forgot about it, but that makes sense because mm-hmm. like he's like shaped like a hockey yep. puck. Because I guess that's simple. Mm-hmm. Um, he does navigate a maze. There are four ghosts. I know that there's Inky, Pinky, and Blinky, and the fourth one has a weird name. And Clive sounds right, but it might be Clyde. I'm gonna go with Clyde.
0: Damn! Yeah. Woo!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing it over here. That
0: one I was ready for you to get wrong. I'm actually really impressed <laughs> with that. <laughs> uh, was that, that the reason I actually had that? Um, I tried to avoid date shifts because uh, mm. that's just really nitpicky. That's, yeah, that's uh, cheap. But I did have that one as a date shift. Okay. Um, and I, and it was written as Clive, but that's because there was a typo in Wikipedia where it said Clive, oh.
1: and then later
0: when I got to it, like in a different thing, it said Clyde, and I'm like wait a minute so i google i actually look looked it up properly and Mm -hmm. it was clyde so i'm like ah, that's a good one had me sold
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i'm better at this than you i think is what we're saying here
0: yep uh so good job you are uh, Was that three Three and a half
1: half out of seven out of seven yeah i'm back up to 500 500 yeah good
0: toru iwatani a the 25 year old developer of pac-man designed the game to appeal to women he, appe- he based it on what he believed Women did in their free time Eating desserts and other sweets He designed the characters to be colorful and cute In order to seem less violent
1: <laughs> uh, That sounds like such a stereotypical Like I'm a video game designer I've never met an actual human woman This is what I think they do They sit around and eat fruits and sweet desserts uh, That part just doesn't quite That seems too good to be true He
0: was 24 not 25 That is completely true
1: <laughs> Wow truth stranger than fiction ladies
0: and gentlemen <laughs> yeah that blew my mind reading it that wow. the game was designed around the premise that women just eat sweets and desserts in their free time <laughs> wow take that one and put it in your little pocket of stupid information and horrible and sexist stuff <laughs> put that right alongside on your shelf of like sexist history facts where, uh, uh, right alongside wonder woman joined the justice league in 1941 as the your secretary,
1: secretary. <laughs> <laughs> wait you said, you, you said put it in there in your pocket but that's factually inaccurate because we all as we all know women can't put things in oh their pockets. that's true <laughs>
0: that's too Sorry. big of a fact to fit in a woman's pocket mm-hmm. oh man love the uh love the women fashion industry yeah last question last question each ghost is designed to have its own personality. Blinky, AKA shadow chases Pac-Man pinky, AKA speedy tries to get ahead of Pac-Man inky, AKA bashful is more complicated to try to zero in on Pac-Man and Clyde, AKA pokey attempts to stay around the fruits.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I realized that this one's kind of all the for, for all the marbles here for me. Cause I'm at three and a half out of eight. If I mm. get this one, right. Then I get to an even score and right. I think I'm respectable. If I miss it, I'm doomed to failure. Right. I think that the whole idea that the ghosts have some sort of complicated thing based on how they follow it seems a little too complicated for 1980s programming. I'm going to say that they kind of just have prearranged patterns that they follow.
0: That is incorrect. No! (laughs) (laughs) So almost all of those are right. Clyde, aka Pokey, actually alternates between chasing him and running away. Oh. But yeah, no, I'd, I don't know if uh, if the AI, how advanced the AI is. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the story should be out by now, uh, the Instagram story that has the quiz stuff. Well, okay. One of them was uh, what does what did Pac-Man revolutionize? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually color uh oh. it revolutionized using a different color scheme to have more vibrant and different colors okay um but one of the options was ai so if people knew that this was a fact it might trip them up with the ai okay. i'm pretty i feel like i'm pretty good at creating like quizzes and stuff like that that's like, good, that good. you kind of make a good it's like the really asshole teachers like math mm-hmm. teachers that are multiple choice math problems but every single one based on a mistake it's very common yep you can get any of those answers hated that shit <laughs> i don't
1: like multiple choice math questions anyway <laughs> they're stupid and it's bad
0: especially well i mean it's it's bad practice because the point of math and showing your work is that you get partial credit because you know how to do it yeah but just failing to carry a one like it's a stupid mistake yeah but at least you know how to do it
1: yeah math's about the process it's, right. the, it's the journey not the destination
0: that's not what we're talking
1: about <laughs> dude it's a good lesson for all you kids out there when your teacher says show your work that's because they're actually making you do math not right. just little be a little button machine that puts spits out the answer
0: i have got i have t- i have taken a quiz like a low points quiz and got every single answer wrong still got an 80 on the test yeah quiz because i had showed all of my work and i showed that i knew how to do the process but i was an idiot and like there was one that i miscarried the decimal there's mm-hmm. one i flipped a sign by accident mm-hmm. um speaking of sign i think there was one that i used the wrong t- uh, wrong trig function mm. Anyway, again, that's not what we're talking about.
1: This so, has been a tangent.
0: I want to go home. <laughs> so, all right. So, these are the three large ones, and I want to I want to talk about some like these are the three ones that I, that I feel have made the most image. Like, if you put a picture of one of these, people will identify. We'll be able to identify not only who the character is, but also kind of the basic structure of the game. Yeah. Like, if you think about Mara, you're like, oh, yeah, he, like, it's a platformer, and he jumps and stuff like that. You think about Sonic, and he, like, goes real fast. And you might think of rings, but you know mm-hmm. that, like, you know that he goes real fast and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, you think of Pac-Man, you know the maze. Like, these are yeah. the common ones that everyone knows. That So, I want to clarify. The common ones that everyone knows that are still continuing to develop games... People right. know Caterpillar, people know asteroid, uh, Asteroids, but there aren't continuous versions of those games. Um, what?
1: I don't know what those games are.
0: You don't know what Caterpillar is? I
1: have no idea what Caterpillar Snake. is. Snake? I've heard of Snake.
0: Snake. I think Caterpillar was the first uh, okay. iteration of it. Um, uh, and you know what um, Asteroids is, right?
1: It's the big balls of rock that are floating around in space. Yeah,
0: and you get got the triangle and you're shooting it. Oh it's a game yeah oh man like those are the arcade games and the the reason that i bring up pac-man and not those other ones is because it started as an arcade game but there are still new games being developed of it it's it's a Mm -hmm. it's a franchise that's continued um they're still making pac-man games yeah oh man dude i had a um pac-man 2 and it was like a 3d game like it was like a 3d like
1: whoa
0: uh like how Mario is 3D, like Mario mm-hmm. um, 64, yeah. where it, you're just this big sphere, and you are you look like Pac-Man. It's not like what they did, god-awful thing they did with Sonic in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. Like, you still eat dots, you still eat uh, uh, the glowy dots, yeah. you still beat things up, but there's, good. like, some little new fun stuff to it. Uh, it's a good game. Right. But these are, like, the three ones that I think everyone can identify you think yeah. of zelda and like let's say some casual 45 year old dude mm-hmm. sees a picture of zelda on the back of a car that's kind of seeing a bumper sticker on the back of a car is kind of how i okay th- that's kind of the threshold yeah um because it's something you see often and it's usually something that's very simple like just the picture of the character right um so let's say 45 year old man's driving around he sees a picture of link on the back of the car and he goes ah that's from that zelda game thing probably doesn't really know what the structure of the game is. Like doesn't really know rupees. Doesn't know. It's like an open world game. Doesn't really Mm -hmm. know about the Triforce. Um, But like kind of maybe knows the character. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you know, Mario, Sonic and uh, Pac-Man. Right. Why? Why? Why have those ones just made it to every 45 year old man's brain?
1: Well, as a 45 year old man who looks at a lot of bumper stickers, (laughs) um well i think i i can't really speak to sonic particularly but i think they originally had just good popular games Mm -hmm. um and pac-man not so much but i think mario there's a lot of room to build on it as video game technology progresses and so um, as you add the 3D element with the Nintendo 64, um, you can still build a, a Mario game that still fits to the ba- same basic sensibility, but you just you complicate it. Yeah. Um, and as you get to more and more interesting consoles and um, more leaps in in the technology and the things you can do with the world, you can just you can uh, expand on what you have, and it allows it to self perpetuate. It was set up for success. Um, I think Pokemon is also. Something that was able to do that pretty yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't argue that Pokemon is—it's not a specific character that's in the, right. the zeitgeist guys so much, but it's probably the other. Like, if you put a Pokeball bumper sticker, yeah, it's a got, lot of people are going to recognize that. It's got imagery that. that's
0: very easily identifiable.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's again, it's a—it's a well-designed game that lends itself well to being built out into something more exciting. Okay. um Sonic, I imagine fits in the same realm, but I've never played a Sonic game, so mm-hmm. I couldn't say. Um, and Pac-Man, I think, is just, it's elemental, and it's bright, and it's fun, and it's kind of well-balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you can be good at it, but it's also, um, uh, like, theres it, it does have a level of challenge to it. Yeah. Um, but it's something where you can just feel yourself getting better. Um, so, I think that one just survived because it's, it's such a, a simple concept, but it's got its own unique visual landscape to it Mm -hmm. and because it's just perfectly playable game there we go answer the question yeah
0: all i mean you're yeah you're kind of you're making your own really good points that all kind of like dance around the thoughts the ones that i had as well so uh let's kind of let's unpack that a little what's your first what was your first one uh
1: Uh, good game that lends itself to being expanded upon a a
0: good platform for for further development um so yeah, I that dances around uh, nudge is very close to two of the things I have. So, uh for one Sonic, the first four games were really really good. Okay. Um like the the original game you think of is just it's the 2D platformer yep. like doing mm. puzzle like little loops Runs and stuff and like that. Runs loops and
1: collects rings. I've, yep. I've seen a clip of it before yeah. probably.
0: And uh something about that uh, so beyond that game is when they stopped focusing on the reflexes and really quickly pu- solving puzzles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause that's kind of what you have to do is like, okay. so you you have to hit certain buttons and, and in order to hit that button, you have to go a certain path. There's like hidden paths that you uh-huh. can skip like tedious areas. Okay. Things like that, it's puzzle solving on the fly. Um, but later games, they focus really hard on the, just got to go fast Mm because yeah gotta go fast and it became less like it it just like you get the really big like Sonic Boom like the really obvious terrible games that Sonic the the Sonic fan base abhors and it's but that hasn't killed the um, the the popularity of the character because there is that original Mm -hmm. game that they occasionally go back to
1: okay um
0: every once in a while they go back to that there's kind of this like divergence in mm-hmm. the type of game and they'll occasionally go back to that uh, original style okay um and the other one is that uh, similar as mario is that they're pioneers of tech mm-hmm. where the first game it was like first mario game was donkey kong right where he was a carpenter right um and the, there was a narrative to it. It was the first video game with a narrative to the story. Mm-hmm. It was that he had a pet donkey that stole his stole a princess or stole it's not a girl. A
1: donkey? Huh. It's not a donkey. A f-
0: <laughs> pet gorilla. <laughs> uh, pet, pet monkey. Um, that stole his prin or stole a lady that I can't remember her name. I had oh it to yeah,
1: name. it's a it's a different it's a different lady. Different name, not Peach. Uh, not yeah, because um, it's not a princess. It's supposed to be the gritty. First iteration, Real yeah. World, uh, it's like Pauline or something,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like Paula or Pauline or something like yeah. that, yeah. Um, and th- there's like that narrative to it, there's mm-hmm. a reason for that. Um, then with Su- uh, Super Mario Brothers, like that first platformer, like the mm-hmm. first kind of left to right platformer, uh, solid gameplay, yeah. Like, just it just worked, it yeah. was simple. uh there were no tutorials you just kind of like introduce aspects as you go and a six-year-old can play it yeah
1: and it's just it's fun and engaging and it's got enough interesting elements that you can keep going like you can get the little flying thing or the little yeah shooty thing but like there's only so much of that it's not overcrowded Mm -hmm. with mechanics but at the same time there's enough to keep it engaging it's well balanced the worlds they mix it up on the different Mm -hmm. things different bad guys different mechanics and
0: yeah um and then with the 3d con with the 3d they with this n64 they uh revolutionized the 3d right um camera following the character rather than camera being the character mm-hmm. um with stuff like that so that kind of touches on your uh it's space to develop like it's a simple right. enough game that it develops um but i don't know if it like if it I, I think that's more of just the ability of the creators to develop in an interesting way I think okay. you could do it with anything because the the change from donkey kong to super mario brothers is immense right but it's still the same character like it's mm-hmm. just it's just completely different um but every time they make a new game they keep elements of the previous game so that's why mm-hmm. it feels like a development uh in natural ways so uh from mario to, or from donkey kong to super, super mario brothers you have the platforming, jumping, jumping over things. Right. Um, then from Super Mario Brothers to N64, you still have jumping on Goombas and hitting things with your head and getting mushrooms and stuff like that. Um, and lives. Right. Uh, but it adds the element of, you know, side to side movement. Um, mm-hmm. Or I guess, yeah, like left and right movement. Sure. Yeah. That's not... Yeah, you get it. Um, and then Pac-Man is just simple, like like mm-hmm. you said, like it's just it's very simple and very accessible. Yeah. Um, and it, kind of along the same lines, you mentioned that like th- there's not a a threshold, or it, it's simple enough that you can be good at it, but there's still a challenge enough that you can work to get better and better at it. Yeah. Um, and that I think is the same for both Pac or uh, Pac-Man and Sonic. Mm-hmm. Let's kind of tie those two together because you could just go through the game and you'll kind of accidentally eventually end up at the end of the game. If you just don't know what you're doing. Right. But like, you can learn all the little like intricacies and like get better and faster reflexes Like that, that revolutionized speed running. Yeah. Um, because it was actually speed and there were shortcuts and there like, there was an, a level of reaction to continue going, like keep your momentum. It was right. all about a momentum. Um, yeah, so I think that like mm-hmm. the that 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 simplicity. Like, so my major point was simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, because you don't really do much in Mario with the uh, besides going to the right and jumping on things, hitting them with your head, and getting to the end of the level. Yeah. and then they'll tell you, Ah, princess is in another castle.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's a very simple game. At the end of the day, you go from point A to point B. Right. You encounter obstacles.
0: Yep. Uh, Pac Man. Eat the things, yeah. eat the other things, eat a thing to eat the bigger things, and then mm-hmm. Sonic is again point A to point B, with some mini puzzles along the way.
1: Yeah,
0: um, I feel like there's more to it than just simplicity. Like this is this is no, where like, I'm stuck and where I want to talk. Frogger
1: about. Frogger is simple. It's true, yeah. But then I, you know, it would be really cool. What an open world Frogger game. There I mean, is you're just a Frogger
0: Frogger Two: The Great Escape. I had that one too. Uh, it's a uh, i don't know how open world it is but like you do you straight up like you shoot gobs and you run around you jump and you um wow that collect be things. so
1: cool yeah. you just turned loose in the world and
0: that's i i can't remember how open world it is like i don't know if it's mm-hmm. like open world but it's definitely like
1: uh, it's not just you run across the road
0: right right yeah it's i don't think there is a single car it's more fantasy, like you had to go like, mm. save your fairy godmother or something like that, no. and there's like, gems that you collect, and there's evil mosquitoes, I think the mosquitoes are the enemies, it's like, it's, it's very Louisiana, okay. like, you have a friend crocodile, or like an enemy crocodile, I can't remember, but like, there's a crocodile there that- Probably
1: seems like crocodile would be sort of a, a shifty ally. Alligator. Yeah. Right? One of the two.
0: One of the two. The same thing fight me in the comments um but yeah no frogger frogger is very simple um but it why did that not make it so clearly
1: um it might be because the no i don't just it wasn't it didn't get lucky yeah develop
0: that could be a thing is it, it you well, get lucky with it the is, developer. it is it
1: is also more of just a it is natural imagery like you see frogs run across the road yeah you see frogs just it's basically a real world yeah. um mario and sonic have these super fantastical elements like it's just a blue hedgehog who runs fast what what yeah. drugs are you on right now yeah a plumber who jumps on things to kill him and when he eats mushrooms, he gets big. What kind of mushrooms have you eaten? <laughs> <laughs> not to. I, I had to make one of those jokes. Yeah. Um, Pac-Man. Okay. You're a giant circle and there's ghosts. Like it's so out of left field that it like the, the very unnatural element of it sticks in your brain more.
0: Yeah. So if you see like a if you see a bumper sticker of a frog, it could just be of a frog. Yeah. And not be a frogger. Yeah. Yeah. So, I Definitely, like, I, th- I think that's something that appealed going in and then, like, I mean, it's a combination, I think, of both uh, the audience remembering it and then also the, the developer taking advantage of that. Yeah. And developing it further. Um,
1: right. Because, like, Dig Dug has some weird striking ideas in it, but that one never really went anywhere.
0: Yeah. You got Dig Dug and you got, like, Dig Dug 2 and then you get, like, all the just, you get the repeats of Dig Dug. Yeah. That don't change anything honestly like tetris was so obscenely simple that we all know what tetris is but like Mm -hmm. i don't know there's i mean you know tetris and there's all the different versions of tetris but all said and done it's the same game yeah with just it's pretty elemental different drugs like yeah (laughs) um but all these other games that are changes
1: expansions like
0: real expansions Um,
1: and like i feel like a lot of these games, you know, Dig Dug could be expanded somehow. Yeah. Um,
0: but it just doesn't have that following that would justify the time and effort to to expand it. Right. Um. So it didn't get lucky. It didn't like. It,
1: yeah. It's it's a combination, I think, probably of talent that's behind it, that's involved in it, and then audience awareness and and striking imagery and. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What else? What are other kind of counterpoints to that to that theory? Uh, what are simple but um fantastical games that exist uh, i mean
1: call of duty's been doing the same thing since about 1978 but that was pretty true. popular
0: i think well does anyone ever remember the storyline of call of duty i don't i think call of duty specifically is a communal game mm-hmm. um, i think games like that uh the, the that and battlefront um and battlefield i meant Mm -hmm. to say battlefield but also battlefront yeah yeah um they're like you could see call of duty and you know that people play it but i think the mentality of those is that it's a multiplayer game that you play with people it's like it's more of a community thing less of a story thing right um also who doesn't like killing zombies zombie nazis it's always fun yep um Thanks for being our cannon fodder whenever we play uh, multiplayer Call of Duty. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you and to. tier C, whenever we play with our group of friends, you would just be, you, you and tier C were just like the,
1: yep. If I don't get last space place, it's an achievement.
0: Right. Um, but yeah, I think that one, that one is really just kind of a different realm. Um, mm-hmm. because these are focusing yeah, on no. single player
1: and this is, this is ones that have a long history too. Yeah. That's part of it.
0: Um, what are other games that have like a fantastical element? I mean like I mean, Pokemon. Pokemon, yeah. Yeah. Um but I think that one I think Pokemon is is an exception because it wasn't the game earning the the ethos renown mm-hmm. on its own. It had the help of a really good TV show and an entire S card game. Yep um that people played yep. uh it didn't like i mean there's a million card games based on content but nobody plays them except for like mario or uh, uh <laughs> pokemon Oh, and magic the gathering like those are the card games that people play yep um but the combination of having three different medium avenues mm-hmm. like you watched the show right
1: i had seen a couple episodes and did you like, play the game of The card
0: game and you played the game. But, like, so you had the help of getting the card game, not just the
1: right video game. Yeah, I started with the cards, actually.
0: Exactly, yeah. And so uh, that's kind of an exception to the rule where these three games gained their renown from the games. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no Mario video game. There's no Mario show that people remember or care
1: about. There was a pretty great movie, though.
0: Pretty great movie. What a movie. <laughs> um... I think nostalgia also plays into a lot of this because um, yeah. Pac-Man is arcades, like as a very eighties yeah. vibe.
1: Yep. Um, I think that's going to be partly a function of just the originality too. Like it's not going to stick in your memory and be something that you have nostalgia for. If it's something bland and kind of interesting,
0: right. like it was because of the challenge it had, it, mm-hmm. like people remember, um, standing around the arcade while uh the guy who would put his uh high score code as ass would work <laughs> as hard as he could to be able to put it at ass as number one yep um
1: sounds like something with eight-year-old preston would do
0: what did i ever i don't think i never got good enough at any <laughs> arcade game to ever put my name on a thing <laughs> um mario was a was just revolutionary and like you can remember all of the stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, people remember the N64 so much and people also still play the super super mario brothers. um and it's also that one also has just developed so much into spin-off games that are just their own like Mario Kart and Super Smash Bros can exist on their own without Mario. Yeah. Like you take Mario out of the game people are still going to play those games. Yeah so I think that adds to your point of building a, like having a foundation. Um, you can, you now Mario specifically, you now have three full on their own franchises Mm -hmm. that can be tracked down to this one character. Yeah. Um, and I think everyone knows that whether it be consciously or subconsciously
1: Mario offspring,
0: Mario, Mario. Yeah. Mario offspring. That's the best. That's the best we're going to get from that one. Yep. Um,
1: I know I ran through all the variations,
0: (laughs) uh, (laughs) And Sonic, I think, the nostalgia is the nostalgia for the good games. Yeah, probably. Um, The fact that they solidified it three other times, um, people think back and go, man, remember when Sonic was good? No. They had a a lot of good games. (laughs) Um, Andrew could speak more to Sonic. Probably. I I haven't played all the Sonic games. I haven't played a single Sonic game. Me neither. But I know so much about Sonic. Like, just... Mm -hmm i just know what it's about like i can visualize the the levels so well yeah um but like that's kind of the point of this episode is like why why i can see that right um also i play a lot of video games so i get Hmm. i get that kind of recommendation realm yeah um but uh yeah okay those are my points all right Say the thesis. What's the uh, what's our conclusive thesis?
1: Uh, certain video game characters, in particular Sonic and Mario and Pac Man, um, have become cultural touchstones in their own right because they are uh striking images with interesting worlds, um, for which people have a lot of nostalgia, and they have either good elemental games themselves or good elemental games upon which a whole world can be built that was a long thesis but you know we hit a lot of things yep so yeah good
0: i'm satisfied i never am yeah you'll never be satisfied
1: i don't know what that's a reference to
0: yeah you do i mean you definitely sang it wrong if you did know but oh hamilton yeah okay (laughs) all right i had to picture
1: jonathan groff if the what? I had to picture Jonathan Groff.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, if there's anything else or nothing else? Uh, shall we? Well,
1: let's shall. Sure. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we talked about some classic video game characters. If you think there are some that got short shrift here today, you should let us know in the comments wherever wherever you're listening. Um, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Heart Radio, and YouTube. Also, we have the the little short video clip versions yeah. of this. So if you've got a friend that's maybe a little bit interested maybe if they want to take their video game the video game quiz and see if they can do better better than I can send them the, the YouTube video we'll, we'll check that out that'll be that'll be good a Little yeah. short 15-20 minute chopped down version of the discussion it's good stuff uh, you can find us on Facebook um, where we post some stuff occasionally do some fan interaction you can find us on Instagram at Just Us Losers Pod where you can see our movie rankings and you should Check those out Our movie ranking system See if you agree With our uh, our options there And our criteria And all that If not You should start a fight On Instagram And Facebook And also Twitter Where we're at Just Us Losers Just Pod. Nice segue Matt Way to go uh, We're on Gmail JustusLosersPod At gmail.com Where I want to see Someone Create anagrams For every single Of first, the first generation Pokemon
0: Anagrams? Yep shuffling letters yep jesus
1: it's gonna be terrible you can combine groups of different pokemon though if you need to make actual words that'll that'd be interesting I'd, I'd love to see that and if you use an online anagram generator i'll know i'll know where else are we patreon not really not really uh what are we talking about next week ah christmas hallmark christmas is that next week i think so yeah
0: that's next week
1: crap i gotta watch a couple of those
0: yeah me too um i think it's still happening uh we're gonna have my girlfriend on
1: yeah because
0: we're supposed to have your girlfriend on too
1: she's not my girlfriend
0: my fiance Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you call her uh we're supposed to have her on too yep but she doesn't wanna
1: and she hasn't seen enough of them yeah she feels unprepared it's okay it's all right we'll see how that goes yeah i think it'll i think it'll be interesting yeah and then we've got our Christmas, that is our Christmas special.
0: So, yeah. Um, About that. Every year we do a Christmas special. And mm-hmm. when I say Christmas special, I mean Chris as in Christopher. Uh, all of the actors named
1: Chris. Pine, Pratt, Evans, the fourth one. Hemsworth. Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Rock. I don't know. Sure. This year we're gonna be
0: scraping. Um we're probably gonna breeze through all the Chris's and talk about them for a second because oh, I'm there watch are Onward exactly two, don't I? There are exactly two movies that a uh, Chris has been in this year. Um mm-hmm. Oh wait. You know what we should do the Christmas episode as a bonus episode after Christmas.
1: Oh. Because yes. Wonder Woman. Yep.
0: Uh so look for the Christmas special. Uh mm-hmm. the Justice Losers Christmas special. Uh, as a bonus uh, bonus content episode yeah somewhere quick little thing quick little thing um probably right after christmas yeah we'll plan out when that's gonna happen
1: we'll talk um but yeah man what a year cool all right okay well that's uh that's probably everything i'm supposed to have said by now so thanks for listening bye bye bye